Hi, and welcome to the Platinum Training Technologies podcast, or if you're watching on YouTube, it would be a vidcast. Uh, today is February 20th, 2021. This is volume one, episode number two, and we're titling this one, Entrepreneurs Planning Your Escape from Your Job. So this is kind of a follow-up from our very first uh, podcast where we talk about why do people quit their jobs. So this is kind of a series of that thought process. Obviously, the first one was geared towards if you're working somewhere and you're you're going through that thought process, should I quit my job? Should I do something different? And obviously, we want to encourage everyone to, before you make the leap, make sure it's you and not the company. If it's you or if it's not you and it's the company, obviously, you want to make a leap. So with that, this is going to be a little bit different. Before I begin, I want to tell you about our company, Platinum Training Technologies. We were founded with the strong belief that the greatest challenge is to improve yourself by investing in yourself. So we target really two groups of people. The first, if you're 45 plus, you're still in the workforce, you're maybe recently retired, maybe you're looking for a job. But the reality is, if you're 45 plus, you're probably going to be in the workforce a whole lot longer than you planned. I know I am. We were founded with the thought or the belief that you need some upskilling, reskilling, some training, some educational and development opportunities to help you remain competitive with all the new technology and all the stuff that's going on. Our second target would be for small to medium sized businesses or organizations who do not have the resources to provide their team members or their employees with this type of training and development program. So we are Platinum Training Technologies, and you can find us at PlatinumTrainingTechnologies.com, just the way it sounds. So with that, we're going to jump right in. Entrepreneurs, planning your escape from your job. So let me ask you a question. What is stopping you from just walking out of your job today and starting your own business? So are you mad? You can't stand the boss? maybe tired of making other people wealthy, uh, or do you hear the call of the entrepreneur? <laughs> so this video will give you some things to think about before you make that leap. So what this video is not, it's not a nuts and bolts to tell you how to start your own business. I'm going to make the assumption you have a business idea, you thought about it, you've been thinking about it maybe for months or maybe years, and you're ready to put it into action. So what this video or this podcast will be doing is just giving you a thought process to, to kind of move you to that decision, kind of give you some things to think about. Again, this is not a nuts and bolts uh, presentation. We'll be doing that in an upcoming video series. We have found there's a lot of demand for, a, again, a true program on how to start a business. I'm seeing a lot of things out there on Facebook. I'm saying, hey, start a coaching business and make $100,000 your first month. I'm sorry, that's not going to happen. For most people, the overnight success took them several years. So that's just reality. Um, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything on, on any of these podcasts or vidcasts. I'm just going to tell you the way I see it, the way I think it is. Uh, if you disagree, fine. But there's no get-rich-quick scheme. Every once in a while, lightning strikes, and that's very rare. I want to do a video series that will really be a nuts and bolts on how to start a business from selecting product or service, to all the front end stuff you have to do. I mean, it's going to be very, very detailed and you're going to love it. And the cool thing about it is if you are a Platinum Training Technologies member, if you belong to our membership, that will be included in your membership. 
Or if you're not a member, you can uh, small investment for non-members, which actually the membership is a much better deal. So check us out at PlatinumTradingTechnologies.com. You'll uh, more information to come on that. So anyway, we're going to get dive right in, planning your escape from your job. Why are you why are you not making the leap? Well, it could be a couple of reasons. One, what's stopping you? Well, the first is fear. I get that. I'm you know, starting my own business. I've done it several times, and it is mortifying. It is scary. So typically fear is one thing stopping you. Do new things, try new things that will help get rid of that fear. The other thing is no plan. And I'm, I'm talking very specifically a, a business plan. The other thing would be uh, no support from family or friends. And probably the last, the biggest reason is no capital or no cash. And contrary to popular belief, you can't go out there and get a grant or a business loan or an SBA loan. It's very, very difficult. Grant basically means you're not paying it back. So you can find a business incubator and you have a very interesting program. Maybe it's more social type program. You probably could get something. There's going to be a lot of paperwork, a lot of thought behind it. A business loan from the SBA uh, there, again, a loan is just like anything else. Whether you're getting a house or a car or starting a business, you have to have collateral. You have to have good credit. So that I'm telling you, that is very, very difficult. So anyone who tells you there's a lot of money out there, it's just, uh, I've never found it. I've been looking for it for, for 30 years and I can't find it. Now, you could go the investor route. And that is a way to do it. I've known, I've had several friends who started a business with private investors. It, in the end, it worked out okay. But remember, if you're going to take on an investor, you're taking, essentially taking on a partner. It may be a silent partner or a very a visible partner or someone who's very active in the business. But either way, that's almost like having a job. So if you're going to have a partner or an investor, remember, there's a lot of entanglements that go with that especially if it really takes off or you have to pay that investor back and, and the business is not earning any money. You, there's a lot of personal jeopardy or risk in that. Again, just a few things to think about, trying to, trying to keep it positive, but I also want to be very realistic. The other thing that's probably stopping you is, is maybe common sense or, or integrity. So common sense and integrity are, are really probably the more too realistic, only second to the no capital or no money. So common sense is, you know, you, you've got obligations. You're working a job. You're getting a steady paycheck. You're paying your bills. Do you want to risk all that by starting a business with any brash or cavalier action that could cost you financially because you're not prepared? Common sense is probably telling you to tap the brake, which is okay. The other thing is integrity. Now, now some people don't think, oh, integrity, what does that have to do with it? Well, if you're working in a business or currently for a company, you have a certain obligation because they're paying you. So if they're paying you, you got to wear the uniform, at least for the expected work hours, eight to five. If you start dabbling in, in a business while you're working and expecting that new business to generate revenue day one, it could significantly uh, impact your, your current work status, um, your family, your, your bank account, and all the other individuals and institutions uh, that, they, that you have a relationship with. You know, make sure if you are, are doing a, your business as a side hustle, make sure you're keeping it just that. Don't mix it with business during your working hours or any assets or resources. So, so you got to have some integrity, okay? The other thing with the integrity is you, you know, you're at work, you know a lot of people, you have customers, clients, and depending on if you have a non-compete or some agreement with your company, you may or may not be able to market to or solicit uh, 
employees, customers, or friends when you do get your business started, but more than likely you will have that opportunity. So just remember that too, the industry you're working in, the people you're working with, they could be potential customers. So you don't want to appear dishonest by you know, doing the side thing and you know try, trying to take customers or, or anything like that. You, you, you just got to keep your integrity because that is going to go a long way. So first of all, preparing to launch your business, like do your research. Are you doing a product or service? Is there a demand for it or other people doing it? And here, here's a hint. If everyone is doing it, um, probably it's not a good idea. Uh, so just from experience there, you got to write out your plan. You have to have a business plan. And I'm going to put a, a template link on social media, our uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, that'll be up in the next couple of days. Go to that. Um, it's a, it's what's called a sales funnel. I'll be honest with you. It's, you click on it. It's going to take you to a page. Say, hey, you can download this free business plan. And it's going to be in a PDF format. So you should be able to open it on any device. And again, it is just a template to use to help guide you. So uh, that is free. I'm just going to ask for your email. Promise not to um, send 50 emails a day or sell your information. Just every once in a while, send you an email, let you know what's going on with Platinum Training Technologies. You also have to set realistic goals and timelines. Again, uh, mentioned before, overnight success took me two years. So you have to be very, this is the time to, again, I like to say, look in the mirror. You got to really say, hey, it's going to take a while. Uh, a lot of times it's going to take you a lot longer than you think it's going to be. And perfect example of that is if you've ever done a home improvement project and you went to the big box store, whether it's a Lowe's or a Home Depot or something like that, and you go and you get all your supplies and you're working on it. Oh, I forgot something. You go back. You come back, start working again. Oh, forgot something else. So my point to all that is you know, the best planning, you're still going to, it's going to take you longer than you think. Okay. So you got to set those realistic goals and timelines. And then last but not least, you got to get ready to take action. Uh, that's the biggest thing that most people won't do. They'll they'll get all they'll do all the preparation, but they won't pull the trigger. And again, taking the action might be simple as as getting incorporated, getting your website, start telling you know friends and associates about your business idea. Start trying to say, hey, do you think this is a, a good idea? So you got to get ready to take action. Okay, so here we go. Four ideas to get you started. Okay, so it, again, it makes good sense to do plenty of research on your new business, get all the questions answered before you make any decisions on anything. So again, four ideas to get you started. Number one, get an opinion of an insider or someone who has done it. Man, that's going to serve you well. You know, whether it's watching YouTube videos, reading books, or even calling people and say, hey, I'm thinking about getting into a business or a business similar to yours. And that's going to save you a lot of time and money. You know, they these people have already walked that path. And you could ask them like, hey, if you were going to do this all over again, what would you do differently? And believe me, the information you're going to get from that is going to be worth gold. It's going to be platinum. Okay. It's going to be worth it. Kind of look at someone who's already done it or something related. And, or, or maybe it's just, you know, maybe just read the story of somebody who, who started a business and all the pitfalls. And I think you'll find a lot of common, common threads, but the main one you'll find is work hard. You're going to have to work hard. You're going to have to work a lot harder than you think you're going to have to. So I'm just going to tell you that again, not sugarcoating it. Um, starting a business is hard work, but don't take my word for it. You find someone who has started a business and ask them and they're going to tell you. Number two, how are you going to generate a profit? 
Now, it's important to figure that out very early on in the process. You got to look at all the expenses, all the revenue come in. You got to remember, you got to pay tax. You know, if you have employees, which most of us probably won't, if we're starting a new business, we are the only employee. But I think you've got to realize that that whatever you're in, it's got to make money. Um, it's got to be in demand. People have to be willing to pay for that product or service. I think a product is a little more difficult to to really get started and generate a profit. You probably have to be capitalized or have some money because you have to buy inventory. Or if you're doing a drop ship model, won't go into that now, but you can Google that. You're still dealing with physical product and then customers have to order it. You have to ship it to them. You have to either or set up a distribution network or something like that. That's a very complex Plus, if the product is damaged or if it doesn't work or if there's liability issues, the product starts a fire in their house or something like that. So a service is a little bit different, more in the consulting kind of what we're doing here. I mean, this is all online, all digital, not a lot of risk you know, to the company. So you, you, you need to really look at that. Again, it depends on what you're passionate about and, and what your, um, your expertise is in. Again, how will, you, how will you generate a profit and how long is it going to take to generate a profit? That is very important. You got to make a profit. If you don't have a profit, you don't have a business. All right. Number three, how are you going to scale up? So determine what you need to have in place to scale that business as it starts growing. You got to ta- figure out a way now to take care of those customers because the customers are key because they're the people who will provide your profits. And if your customers start running into maybe login issues on your website or shipping issues or warranty issues, you know, all the stuff I've mentioned before, that's going to be really tough. Do you have people in place to handle the phone calls, to handle all the different operational areas? For example, in the business that I'm doing with with all this digital social media media posting, um, I realized real quickly I had to start assembling a team. Now, they're not employees, but uh, they're, they're contract labor. I have someone who does my website for me and does all that kind of stuff. Also have someone who helps me with the social media. And and you and again, that's what you're going to need. You cannot do it alone as you start um, scaling up. You just don't have enough time in the day and you're going to wear yourself out. You're going to get burned out and you're going to you're going to wish you were back working your, your regular job that you just left. Promise. Been there, done that. So make sure as you get certain volume levels you need to start building your network now. Now, the good thing is there's like uh, sites like Fiverr, F-I-V-R, I believe is how it's spelled. And there's there's tons of those where you can find people, you know, virtual assistants, uh, web design people, social media people. In fact, our, uh, our consulting side of our business, Platinum Business Consulting, we do social media management. We also do CRM, which is customer relationship management. We can help you set up a real basic program with that. So uh, again, it's not free. We do charge you. But uh, again, that's part of uh, running a business. So you're going to have to pay to scale. So make sure you're thinking about how you're going to scale up as your business grows. Okay. So number three, how will you scale up? Number four, how much time do you need to get the business started? First of all, you got to look at how much time do I have available right now? If you're working a full-time job, you you owe your company that work during the day. Again, they're paying you, uh, so so don't be a time thief. You work during the day. You work on on their business after hours and on the weekends. That's when you are going to have to work on your business. So naturally, the more effort and energy you put into it, the quicker things will go. Um, the other thing, obviously, if you are capitalized, if you have an investor or you were able to refi your house and cash out, you have money to live on. 
that's a different story. That means you could just jump right in and get going. Hopefully you have the discipline because when it's your own business, it is 24-7. Again, I'm telling you that from experience, um, weekends, nights, sometimes you go to sleep and you're, you, you have a great sleep because everything's going well, or you wake up at 2 a.m., realize there's things you need to do. It is going to take time. Again, as in the earlier example I gave, like a home improvement project, you know, it's going to take you more times to the, to the home center or the improvement center than you probably think. So this is the same thing. It's going to take more time than, than you probably would like. I, I remember the first business I tried to start years ago, I, I was laid off and I just out of necessity, I had to start, I got it started very quick, really literally within weeks. Uh, I had a business up and running. I, I brokered uh, pre-engineered metal buildings. I sold software. I also was an independent rep. I did like two or three different things. Uh, unfortunately, all three barely paid the bills and I was running ragged. And I it, and that goes back to the number three, the scaling. I didn't know how to scale that business. I should have hired some help. I probably would still be doing that today. Maybe. I don't know. But again, you need to have a reasonable expectation on how much time it's going to take to get the business started. Okay. All right. That's number four, the smart way to start your business. So once you've determined all the aspects, it should be able to, you should be able to calculate with some reasonable level of certainty what needs to be done in order for you to create a timeline to escape your current job. So you can quit your job, right? No, hold on. You're almost there. The call of the entrepreneur is not for everybody. Uh, at the very end of the day, it is very rewarding. You are your own boss, uh, with the exception of you know taxes and government regulation. But pretty much, you can you can do whatever you want. It is your business, so that is the exciting thing. The other thing is, uh, you could become wealthy. You could make some money. Are you tired of making other people wealthy? And you know, I've worked for several companies where my contribution obviously helped to the success of the company. The company was sold, or was about to be sold, or could be sold in the future. I didn't get anything from that. And that's okay. Um, I didn't negotiate that. And so no sour grapes, but that's just reality. If you work hard and you have a unique skill, talent, knowledge, or business idea, go for it. That's that's what the people you work for, the ownership there, they went through it. So how, how can they get to be a successful entrepreneur and you don't? Okay. So actually you have the same opportunity they have. Maybe you don't have family money or you didn't, you know, you weren't, in, you didn't get an inheritance or inherited a business or a family member funded you. That's okay. You still can, can make it happen. It may take you longer, but I promise if you really think about it and are smart about it and you understand what you need to do, uh, it will be successful. It may take you again a lot longer than you think, but it, it can happen. There's still a lot of opportunity, market opportunities. Um, out there. So, so don't give up. So many smart people get their, get into business and get in the marketplace by working part-time and from home. So they keep their, again, as I said before, they keep their regular job intact. So it may take nine months, a year, maybe even two years to get your side gig working. You know, it's got to be worth it, right? Well, that's, that's the decision you have to make. Is that sacrifice? Cause you're, again, you're going to miss a lot of family stuff. You're going to be, you know, burning the midnight oil there's days where you know you're going to have a absolute beat down at work at your normal job and you are just not going to feel like working on your enterprise but right there that's going to tell you how committed and how passionate if you could shake that off 
and jump right. If, if the passion for what you like to do is that strong, if, if it's burning that much inside you, you can shake that off and you will keep working. But if you get discouraged early, you know, early in the process, your, your day job is knocking you down and you just need days to recover, you know, the entrepreneurial world is probably not uh, cut out for you. Okay. Just being honest, I'm trying to save you a lot of headache and pain if you go down that path. You know, you got to work the second shift. You got to work evenings, you got to work weekends, holidays, but you do have to be cognizant of putting in a little bit of wiggle room for some downtime with family, some holidays, because you do have to get be mentally charged and rested for not only from your regular job, but for from what you're trying to start. So again, talk to people who've already done this and get an idea of what's reasonable and doable for someone in your situation. How long, hey, how long did it take you to start your business? Again, I know several people right now who are doing a side gig, a side hustle, and they're doing the same thing. They're working after hours and on the weekends and they're tired, but they are almost there. They are that close to realizing, hey, I, I can make this work. And there is not a better feeling than that, I promise. It's awesome. So with that, remember, your new business should have no requirement for you to, to drive yourself crazy, um, put yourself in the poorhouse. You know, your intent is to smartly start that business and, you know, gradually grow it in terms of, of income and profit potential. So again, you got to work smart, not necessarily hard, but you are going to work hard. Okay. And, and again, this, this whole work smarter, not harder thing, you know, working hard to me that what that means is, you know, kind of on that outsourcing thing. When you start realizing there's activities or tasks that you can outsource that for, for a lot less than you're, when you start realizing how valuable your time is in developing this, this new business, this business idea, you, you have to start doing. So that's really what that work smarter, not harder means is try, try not to do everything. Again, the solopreneur is typically not successful long-term. You got to have a team of people, even if it's, they're not employees, you've got to have some support. Okay. So with that, if hard work you know, was any guarantee of success, most people would already be wealthy. A lot of people just don't want to, they don't, they don't want to make the sacrifice and that's okay. But if you aspire for something more, the entrepreneurial call might be for you. So your success will come from having a plan, an effective strategy, and the discipline and enthusiasm to follow through on it. Okay. You know, again, I kind of want to leave, you know, speaking of discipline, I, I want to wrap this up with a quote from one of my um, you know, favorite speakers. He's on, he's deceased now, but you can find him on, on YouTube. His name is Jim Rohn, R-O-H-N. And his, this famous quote, it's discipline weighs ounces, regret weighs tons. Uh, my son is tired of hearing that, but I think he finally understands that. Part, part of his, his first semester in college, um, it was tough. Um, he's doing, you know, PTOT. That's you know, physical therapy, occupational therapy. Not sure what what career track he's going to do, but he had a lot of anatomy classes, a lot of science classes, and you know, he he got caught with that 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 freshman, you know, that freshman work ethic that a lot of us sometimes have. You know, probably too many uh, social events, even though not that much because of COVID. But you know, he's away from home, and and he, you know, there's no one making him do what he needs to do. And fortunately, at the very end of the semester, he pulled some rabbits out of the hat. He had pretty good grades. But the last three or four weeks uh, preparation for those finals just almost killed him. 
And he's like, dad, I, I don't want to go through that again. And I said, son, discipline weighs ounces, regret weighs tons. And I explained that, you know, go to this, don't miss a class, do all your homework and do all the extra, um, you know, assignments that, that the teacher gives you, or even say, Hey, you know, or the professor say, Hey, I, is there anything I can do for some extra points? I'm, you know, I just want to, I want to pad this. So as you slide into finals week, or if you have one bad test, you know, nowadays they don't test, they don't, they don't do as many tests as they used to when, when I was in college. So you don't have a lot of opportunity to, uh, to make mistakes. So, and that's the same thing with starting a business. The discipline, even though working extra hours and, and creating that and, and, and having that sacrifice of, of time on the, on the evening and in the weekends, it, man, that's discipline. That is hard. But when you look back, once your business is successful, you're going to look back and go, man, I'm sure glad I did that. Versus, let's say you didn't put your effort in, you would just rather on the weekends party and watch TV or football and not work on your business. Um, you're going to have a lot of regret because that regret, again, wastes tons. Because, man, I, I, if I would have been doing this the last two years, I'd have much success. I would, I would have a successful business today. But guess what? If you haven't started, today's a fresh day. Tomorrow's a, a brand new day. So get started now uh, if that is your call. You can do it. I believe in you. And I know you believe in you and you can do it. So anyway, with that, that's all I've got. So I hope you enjoyed this. This is Entrepreneurs Planning Your Escape from Your Job. This is, again, Platinum Training Technologies. And we look forward to uh, visiting with you on the next podcast. Not even sure what I'm going to do it on yet, but I'm sure something will hit me. It'll be interesting. It'll be along these lines. It'll be something for the 45 plus crowd, a topic, an idea. And I might do something on LinkedIn. Maybe uh, I get a lot of uh, questions on LinkedIn on, on, you know, what is LinkedIn? Do I need to be on LinkedIn? Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds like a plan. I'll probably do LinkedIn. That sounds like fun. Anyway. So uh, yeah, I'm brand new at these podcasts. So, so some of this I'm winging, so I apologize. I'm going to get better. So I hope this is uh, giving you a lot of information. Anyway, take care. We'll see you again soon. This is Platinum Training Technologies. See you later.